This episode is sponsored by Minute with Mary. Spring has sprung, so it's time to reevaluate your skincare. Do you love your skincare? Because if not, I want to do a little online quiz and hook you up with some good things. And because you are a This Is Us Too listener, here's all you need to do, guys. Find that hashtag Minute with Mary on Facebook. Shoot me a message and say, hey, girl, I listen to This Is Us Too because I'm going to hook you up with a 10% off discount for your skincare. So there are three different kinds of nachos, right? Uh-huh. They're the crumbs, the little scraps with all the salt at the bottom. They stick to your fingers. They mess up your clothes. They're nasty. Nobody likes them, right? Okay. Then there are the chipped nachos. There's no smooth edges. Sometimes they catch cheese. Sometimes it's just a plain chip. They're fine. And then there's the cream of the crop. The whole nacho with lots of cheese and the perfect amount of toppings. Unbroken, fully coated triangles of goodness. <laughs> what are you doing? It's 4 o'clock in the morning. You give me a dissertation on nachos? Now, you know I'd be philosophizing. Yeah, well. Now, <laughs> I was thinking, you know what's great about us, Randall? Is that when I need nachos, you make them for me. And I love that. But... You're the kind of person who goes for the whole chip with lots of cheese. You don't do it on purpose. You're just a whole chip with a lot of cheese kind of person. And so am I. Yet. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us Too. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. How's it going? My name's Mary Larson. My name's Blake, and I don't know who doesn't love nachos. I really don't know who does not love nachos. People who are paleo? No, they love nachos too. They just choose not to eat nachos. You can't tell me. I think nachos are the perfect food. I probably would agree with you. They have tacos. I mean, because you can pretty much have a broken down taco as a nacho. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually true. You're right because you can you, all of the all of the toppings are the same. Did everyone want to eat nachos after this episode? Because Blake and I were sitting there being like, "We really wish we had chips." And I, all I wanted was salsa. chips, <laughs> right? But, but I got this stupid thing about P ninety X two going on right now that I that I, I I can't I can't eat that kind of crap right now. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it's working. Feels good. Awesome. Feels good. So hey, we, before we get into the rest of the show, we want to remind you that uh, you can, if you like, so far the. Our, our nacho and p90x2 discussion <laughs> you can't subscribe to this podcast just on any podcatcher that you have just hit that little subscribe mm-hmm. button we're right there even on spotify imagine hey. that and uh, if you want to join our exclusive this is us to facebook community you can do so it is a facebook group called this is us too where all T- of our oh oh yes where all of our fans are there they, we are discussing even Mary and I are there discussing This Is Us as well and if you want to uh, catch us on social media just look up Mary and Blake on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook all that other all stuff the places. or go to maryandblake.com and you'll see all of our podcasts and blogs there as well 
You can even be, even join the premium membership for Mary and Blake that we have there as well, where you get all fun extras and great things that are going on for Mary and Blake. But uh, my darling, today yes. is your story. What do you got for your story today? So when I met Mr. Blake Larson on Match.com, I was smitten, and he was as well. We both kind of like knew, like, okay, this is it. And our first date was at a pub, and it was fantastic. And our second date was at a movie theater, right? Or was our second date the, the baseball game? Second date was the baseball game. Okay, so this makes even more sense. So our second date, <clears throat> um, I thought we were going to go out to eat. So I was really hungry and I didn't eat anything. And instead, Blake took me to go see the Red Sox, which was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, he forgot his wallet in the process. We had to take the train back to go get the tickets. Time out. I did make plans for us to eat at Game On prior to the game. Game On is, is a bar that's that's like literally in Fenway Park. Uh, so yeah, I took her to go see the Red Sox. Yes. And, uh, continue on with your story. So I was really hungry. Okay. And he takes me to Fenway, uh, which is, if you haven't been to Fenway, it's an unbelievable park, a great historical place for you to check out. If you're a baseball lover, we go there and not only are we at Fenway for our second date, but he's bought me a Jersey. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jerseys ain't cheap guys. And then he walks me up to the Green Monster seats. Now, if you do not know the Green Monster seats, they're a big deal. Okay. They're expensive. They're like these highly sought off seats. And especially at the time, they were brand new. They were brand new and they were, oh my goodness gracious, expensive. Okay. Crazy town. Um, so here I am on the second date with this guy who I like a lot, but he's going a little big time. All right. <laughs> he's a little big time. Listen to my dad. And, that was the problem. Um, Brings me up to the Green Monster seats, and I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. And he asks me, do you want anything from the concession stand? I said, yes, please. I would like a hot dog with all the toppings. Fun fact, guys, I pretty much just like my hot dogs with mustard. Like, that's how I pretty much do my my summertime hot dog. A little ketchup. But um, on this day, I said, put everything on it. Put the relish, put the onions, put everything on it. Because I was so hungry that I was trying to get as much caloric intake as possible from this hot dog <laughs> that Blake was going to be getting me. And he got peanuts and everything. I ate the entire hot dog and the entire bag of peanuts. I didn't even realize I didn't share with Blake. No, not one ounce. But as we went home that night, um, I told him, I said, listen, this was all really nice, but also very overwhelming. I'm more of a get a pizza and stop by Blockbuster and rent a video kind of girl. Like that is more my speed. This was amazing, but I really don't want you to feel like you ever need to do this again. So when Beth was saying I'm a nachos and ginger beer kind of girl, I was like, girl, I'm right there with you. That's also how old we are. Blockbusters was still around when we were first dating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Blake, so break down this episode. The title was R&B, and I really thought they were actually going to get into R&B properties in this one. Oh. Uh, it, just because it's literally the letters R and B, just yeah, the same way yeah. that it is for R and B properties. Of mm -hmm. course, they didn't. I mean, they they mentioned it casually. Yeah, I was really hoping they would, but they didn't. Whatever. Obviously, it's in reference to uh, Randall and Beth. The director was Kevin Hooks, who directed The Waiting Room, and of course, the writer. <laughs> My girl Kay. Love you, Kay. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I know that Kay is a listener of This Is Us Too. 
which like made your heart all I, a flutter. I, 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 my, I jumped out of my skin <laughs> when I heard that. I was, it's okay if you're listening, just know that I have an inappropriate writer crush on you. A writer crush. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, she has written, uh, I call marriage the most disappointed man. That'll be the day. This big, amazing, beautiful life and a Philadelphia story. All, of course, you know, when I, I, I'm a little biased. Okay. I do play Whitney every time I mention Kay's name. I, mm-hmm. I, I understand. But those are all fantastic episodes. They are. This is us. They totally are. So, uh, I'm in on K. Agreed. I'm in on K. All right, so what do you got for your lemonade rating, my darling? I really enjoyed this episode. I'm giving it a big 4.8. You know, I... It made me feel all the feels, mm-hmm. generally all bad feels, but well done, Kay. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the same exact rating. Which is so rare for us. That is very rare. Yeah. This, this is rarefied air, okay, right here. <laughs> I feel like we're like on, uh, you know, some crazy mountain, you know, like Mount Everest. Okay. You know, that that's how high we are right nice. now. That, that's fantastic wow. stuff. All right, so what's your, uh, your GBG? Your good, bad, and great. Okay, my good, I got to give a shout out to the goatee. What? Kevin's goatee. Here's why. Because, of course, this is the gray area of This Is Us when it comes to the timeline period. Because, honestly, like... Uh, Randall and Beth had been together for seven years, right? So they yes. probably got together freshman year. You know, like Randall had seen her. He he was a you know in yeah, so love spent with her. Four years together in college. Yes, and then three years post college. Yes. In my opinion, they probably would have looked more like those teenage actors by Absolutely. this point for Absolutely. their wedding yep. than the adult actors. So it's really like this gray area. Like, okay, we have to, we have to, we can't obviously have the teenagers get married. We need the adult ones to get married. Uh, yep. Yep. But just to give reference to when in time this happened, I was feeling like maybe the Backstreet Boys were still, still touring, <laughs> you know, with that goatee. That goatee made me think of the Backstreet Boys. Backstreet's back. All right. Like, I saw that. I saw Kevin rocking that, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, Backstreet Boys are still in, in sync, and like that little bit of facial hair. I feel like that was still a big deal because that would have been what, like 2007? I mean, these people are the same age as me. So oh, I'm assuming Backstreet's 2007. Back? Uh, Backstreet's Back was. No, I, I don't think Backstreet's Back was 2007, but I'm oh, saying that they were still yeah. touring. Like, I'm oh, feeling oh, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like that facial hair stuff was still big by the pop stars at in 2007. I mean the bl- the bleach blonde hair was more. Yeah, this would have been no two thousand. No, 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 no. Uh, they would have been married, I think, in like because they are. Oh, you're right. They graduated. They're two years, they're two high years ahead of us. So they would have. No, they're no, they're not. Playing. Yeah, huh? Because they're thirty nine in this episode in this in this season, or they're thirty eight. Oh, really? So they're two years ahead of us. So I graduated in 01. Well, in the first season, they were as old as me. So I see them graduating college oh four. That means no, you gra- I, I graduated I, college oh four. Yeah, so they would have they would have graduated college in oh uh, in oh two or oh one. No, baby, in this first episode, in the first in the first season, yeah, they were the same age as me. They were born in eighty two. They're my age. They're not. They weren't born in eighty two. They were born in nineteen eighty. <laughs> they're they're the same age as you now right now. No, they're not. Yes, oh, no. Listen, in the first season, they're the same age as you are right now. Ugh, okay, I'm so, so like, thrown off. so 
if every year you age, they still age. You anyway, hoop. I like to so the they're goatee. two years ahead of us. So they would have graduated in 02. That means they would have been married in 05. Anyway, I just liked the goatee because I was like, <laughs> hey, mid 2000s. Hey, hey. People are like, oh my God, Mary and Blake, shut, shut up. up. Stop talking <laughs> land about when the they plane. Land, land the plane, Helen. Land the plane, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my bad was Beth. Okay. It was a joint. It was a joint. Beth not taking her hotel day break away. Okay. Granted, the lying, not cool, Beth. But as a mom, I'm all about the days away, okay? I just went to Salt Lake City. I had to go for work and um, it was amazing. But I did choose to stay in the hotel um, a little longer. I didn't take like a 6 a.m. flight. I was like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna wait. I'm going to wait until noon to check out. And I sat there and I ordered room service because things are cheap in Salt Lake City compared to Rhode Island. And I watched Netflix and it was awesome. And I'm like, Beth, yes, you got caught. But Randall said you can still go. You should still go and baby yourself. Like, mm-hmm. what difference are you going to make? You're obviously close to burning out. Go. Mm-hmm. And then my other bad was leaving all of those nacho bits behind. Guys, <laughs> leave no man standing. Blake and I both looked at each other while we watched this episode and we were like, this is why Sterling K. Brown has abs. I know. <laughs> those are probably the only nachos he's had in a decade, since 2005, since he had a goatee, okay? When he was eating those for real, I was like, wow, that's probably his caloric intake for the day, those three chips. <laughs> he was probably like, be very careful with these shots, directors. I know, just get it done now. Now. Yeah, one shot. And none of those little baby chips were left behind. Blake and I would have been like, um, you want to bring this to bed? Yeah. Yeah, we would have been taking the bowl like Licking soup. Licking it. <laughs> <laughs> stuffing it in our faces. And this is why we need to do P90X, P90X because we don't look like Sterling K. Brown because we don't leave any chips standing. I don't care where they are on that scale. <laughs> and uh, my Or any great- cupcakes. We leave no cupcakes standing either. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a nacho girl. My great was the realness in this episode because really no relationship is perfect. This, of course, is the couple that, you know, season one, season two even, you know, we're sitting there being like hashtag goals. You yes, know, like yes. everyone was like, oh my God, I want to be like Beth and Randall, Beth and Randall, the best, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, how many couples do you know that you sit there and you're like, damn, they've got it all together. Like, they're so good. You know, you you fight with your partner or whatever. And it's like, you think about these other couples who seem to have it together. And I know that people think that of Blake and I. People like send us messages and they're like, you guys are so great. And I'm like, yeah, you should have seen us last night. <laughs> yeah, actually, last night we were fine. Last night we were great. <laughs> last night we were great. I'm trying to think of the last time we did fight. Um, I think it was before you went to New York. About what? I have, I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway. Anyway, so. needless to say, I just loved the realness of this episode because people have no idea what goes on behind closed doors. And obviously this has been a long time coming. Yes. So um, I just dig it. Uh, the good for me is that moment when they're changing tests and they're arguing with each other and they're going at me and they're like, I don't even know what I'm arguing about. Wait, what are we arguing about? And like, just the sleep deprivation, just crankiness, like that crankiness where it was like, it wasn't a real argument, but you could tell that there was this underlying stuff between them, and they're just tired and they're mm-hmm. miserable. Mm-hmm. And they're changing diapers at four in the morning, and she's all over him, and he's trying to do it. I can do it. Leave me alone. I loved that whole scene because I've lived it. I've been there. That was. I feel I don't know if Kay has kids. Listen, we didn't we didn't live that scene because we were like, if it happens at night, you sit in it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this may or may not be true. 
Uh, so, but truth be told, you would change the diapers. Yes, I, I, I. That was my job. I, yes. I took the night shifts. So, um, I don't know if Kay has kids or not. But that just if she was consulting with other people that have kids. But that was an incredible scene so and just the real. whole thing. Like I just thought that was that was great. The uh, the bad. There was this terrible edit with Beth. Uh, when they were having a conversation at the end of the episode on the bed, or on something. the bed, and like the words that she said with her mouth were <laughs> were not even close to the words that actually came out. You're like, is my TV buffering? What's going like, on? It was it was so obviously overdubbed. Where I was like, oh my god, that's embarrassing. Like, how did that? It was just one word. It, it was just like. It was like she said, like, ball, but the word that actually came out was pyramid. You know, like, it was incredibly bad. Uh, but my great, oddly enough, goes to Howard Leader, who is the editor of this episode. <laughs> great job, Howard, except that except one moment. Except that one moment. Um, the, the, <laughs> he was probably hoping that nobody would notice. I know, and I'm the only a-hole that did. Um the editing for this episode, aside from that one moment, was spectacular. Um, namely, with the fight with Jebecca and how it was, you know, being uh, shot. Uh, well, being shown in comparison. I'm still not to, down with Jebecca. You I, mean I'm, Jack and Rebecca? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jebecca. No. Uh, how they was being compared to uh, Beth and Randall, mm -hmm. but also uh, everything that uh, Howard Leader did with the wedding vows and. Um, how certain lines were said between the two, and uh, that was beautiful. It, it was a beautiful moment. It was shot beautifully, uh, and 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 uh, I'll give a secondary grade to Kevin Hooks here for directing this scene the way that he did, uh, with the two of them standing back to back, and you can see Beth's face, but you can also see Randall's face mm -hmm. uh, in the mirror mm -hmm. that is in the left-hand portion of the screen. So you get a, a shot of both of them at the same time. Uh, a fantastic, truly, truly fantastic scene. It was one of my favorite moments of This Is Us so far. All right, you ready for uh, some Big Three feedback? You bet. And we said... That's three. Big three? Big three! Oh my God, I just love that cheer. Don't you love it? I do. Oh goodness, Melissa Mack, she came on in. Oh my gosh, Melissa, I didn't even know you were a listener. I'm so excited. She gave this episode 4.7 lemonades. She said they both took serious digs at each other. Randall last episode and Beth at this, and they both sucked. And we're wrong in those instances. However, I think holding someone's mental illness against them is a special kind of suck. And I burst out crying when Beth did that to Randall because Melissa, too, suffers from anxiety. It was an extremely low blow because that isn't something that he can just fix for her. And she knew that about him from the get-go before she agreed to marry him. Ah, I don't know, says Melissa. Well, I hope they can work past this. But it is some serious stuff, lots of resentment that has been simmering for a long time, mostly Bess. And that is something that can literally kill relationships. We won't know how this plays out until the end of next week, unfortunately. And L. Lee chimes in. She says, four and a half lemonades for this episode. This was a very good episode. It's as interesting to see the journey of Randall and Beth's relationship. And there are ups and downs to every relationship. And we saw a lot of it. I love Randall's nerd 
glasses. They were so <laughs> cute <laughs> as teenagers. Amber Marie Schilling gave this episode 4.7 Lemonades. I feel like this was a better episode than some of the others this season, but I wouldn't, wouldn't call it This Is Us best. I felt very emotionally invested in this Beth and Randall conflict. As a military spouse, I have put my own dreams on hold for my husband's career. Fortunately for me, he is very cognizant of that, unlike Randall. But I still identify with so many of Beth's feelings. My good was the wedding scene. It was everything I needed from a Beth Randall wedding. It showcased all of their strengths, their love and support for one another, their patience and their commitment. I think they need a reminder of those vows to help them resolve this conflict. Her bad was the fight scene. I loved the Jack and Rebecca fight from season one. That was one of the most real television moments I've ever seen. The screaming over each other and trying to get the last word all felt so real. This fight was a TV fight. Despite all of the heavy emotions, they never really dug into fighting. Granted, their kids were home, unlike Jack and Rebecca believed, but it just wasn't the same. And my great was the use of time in this episode. We really got to see a different side of Beth and Randall's marriage. He's always been pushy with her, even on their first date. Like, save the childhood trauma for at least date three. <laughs> you don't want to show all the crazy all at once. <laughs> you let the crazy seep out over time. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh my but goodness. you know, that's one of the things that I feel like made this episode so great Mm -hmm. because it told you right up front what it was going to be. Uh, I mean, it started immediately right when the last episode ended, right? Yeah. And and I don't remember a time of This Is Us really doing that. I mean, not, not, I mean, maybe it's happened. Uh, I'm sure that it probably has at least once or twice, but it's, it's a rarefied thing. And, um, another thing that Kay does that tells you right up front what she's trying to do is she does have Randall talk about his parents and how he had parents who never really fought, although there was that one time when he was home, they didn't know that he was home and he was saying it and da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And how how beautiful a moment, and beautiful I mean like a great television moment, Correct. Um, when he's talking about that as a teenager, yet... When they're in the middle of this argument as they're adults, you can obviously you can infer that he's either thinking about it or they're as a show trying to remind you mm-hmm. or trying to draw a comparison for you that Randall is turning into Jack. And whether or not he likes it, he kind of is. Mm-hmm. And whether or not she likes it, Beth is kind of turning into Rebecca. Yeah. And juxtaposing those two arguments at the same time it's a beautiful moment that is written it's baked into this episode and and i i like that i mm-hmm. like i like that a lot awesome what else what else do you think stood out for you my darling you know it's just that realness that realness of having issues that just don't go away you know even from the get go and this is one of the things that i try to um talk about when people do say they admire our marriage Mm -hmm. is that it's taken both of us a while to truly understand that there are parts of us that are never going to change. Like unless we're willing to change it, that just because you want to change some things about me or I might want to change things about you, it's never going to happen. So the person you married is the person that you married unless they choose to change. And you have to decide, am I going to be okay with this? Sure. Like, and, and the writing was on the wall about both Beth and Randall. Mm-hmm. But Beth also set this um <clears throat> you know theme into rotation. She has always bent. You see, you know? I don't know. I'm not sure if she's always bent. I don't know. I mean, 
In these instances that she brought up this time, she did. She bent on a lot of big things. But, you know, from Randall's perspective and even from the viewer's perspective, I want to know, is it because she didn't love it enough? You know, did she decide to stay home with the kids or you know what I mean like did she put other things on hold because she did want to she wanted to be with the kids more I mean it's very difficult because we only get a glimpse into that but I just really appreciated that we've been able to see these characteristics and unlike many of our listeners or many of the people out there who are like this is the end of of, um, of Beth and Randall I still think that they're a great couple I really, really do. I think that both of them need a strong-willed partner. Right. You know, for Beth, can you imagine Beth with some meek guy who just lets her do anything? Oh, no. Not at all. And same for Randall. I really do think that they need each other. So I'm going to be interested to see how the pieces are put together in following seasons. Sure. And one of the things that you bring up here is the, like, the, the, Beth Beth bending <laughs> let's call bend the knee you know does Beth bend the knee oh, I was uh, picturing more of like a ballet bend like a backwards bend like see I was picturing Game one. of Thrones bend the knee like, oh. <laughs> um, but the, the reason why I bring this up is because I feel like the flashbacks were meant to give you examples of how she did bend the knee mm-hmm. yet I don't think that they quite achieved that uh in fact i would say that the that the flashbacks exemplified how the two work so well with each other okay um you know it it seemed like it was trying to be on the nose about Mm -hmm. how randall always kind of bulldozes over her either knowingly or unknowingly and that's exemplified by this fantastic um you know story about chips and (laughs) you, you eat all the chips and i eat all the chips um, and you're supposed to think that Randall is, is, is like making all the decisions and he wasn't part of the wedding planning because he was too busy writing his vows and, and I don't know if this is on purpose or not. And the reason why I say that is because in each of the flashbacks, yes, there are parts of, of Beth that are saying, Randall, you're too much or uh, Randall, you're the one busy writing your vows, or uh, you know, you're the one who eats all the nachos, or whatever. But each of those instances were resolved by the two of them working together, mm-hmm. being with mm-hmm. each other, finding the best parts of themselves. So, are those flashbacks meant to give you um, an unbiased look? Or are the flashbacks meant to give you a biased look at Beth's memory of those flashbacks? Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. I do. And I think they're meant to be interpreted in whatever way you want mm-hmm. them to be interpreted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and that kind of runs into the whole thing of Randall saying to her at the end of the argument, I'm not going to let you rewrite history here. I'm not going to let you be a revisionist. Sounds a little familiar. I, it does. I say that a lot. Uh, I'm not kidding. Yes, you do. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to let you have a revisionist history here and try to tell me all of these things. I've been there and I've supported you and everything. And if you told me you wanted to dance uh, two years ago or five years ago, I would have said no problem. It wouldn't have. It would have been. It wouldn't been an issue. So I I I feel like it's true. Yeah, it's probably true. I know. I just I just feel like. Um, I feel like Beth has never and will never forgive him for not 
bowing out when that was the role they had put down and that she asked him to stop and he said no. Now that is absolutely the truth. I think that that's what this comes down to because I agree. I feel like if Beth had had shown any interest in dance prior to this, Randall would have been like, sure, go for it. But she literally decided to engage in this after he'd already won the the post, you know, right. won the position, knows that his commute is bananas, and then she decides to do this while they already have tension on the plate, too. Sure. So I feel like, okay, well, you're not going to listen to me. Well, I'm going to go chase my dreams, and I'm going to stick it to you. And I agree that she should be doing this. I agree that she should be following her passions. But mm-hmm. on the flip side, I see where Randall's coming from. I just think that this really stems from the last straw about him not keeping his promise to his wife. Sure, I agree with that one too. I, I, like it, because throughout the previous seasons, I personally I just haven't seen Beth bend the knee the way that she says that she has. I just I just haven't seen it, and I feel like these flashbacks are an attempt to like like retcon it in a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, but. I mean, even even the whole thing with her wanting to take a break. Randall's like, okay, go. Like, yep. no problem. Yep. Like, dude, I understand. You do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. That's not Randall enveloping her. That's not Randall swallowing her like the way that she says he was. That's okay. Well, and she had to, for example, rewrite her wedding vows too. It wasn't right. just Randall. So, I'm, you know, it is. It, it's, it's interesting. And I think you're so right that you watch this episode through the lens that you want to. Because you and I are at a point right now where we're doing quite well. You know, our main thing that we really try to work on is communication and understanding that, like, we are different. We are different human beings. And I say this all the time that Blake and I both know that we always are trying to come out of a place of love and Mm -hmm. that we never have the intent of hurting the other person. So as long as those rules are in our marriage, when we know that, that we can kind of go forward. And so I see that. I saw that Beth and Randall, it wasn't just Randall, were rewriting their vows and delayed the beginning of their wedding exactly and 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 that is the point i think that makes this episode so good is because it has fantastic balance now if you're listening to us on on outlander cast you know balance is uh is a commandment of of outlander cast and balance is a commandment of this is us Mm -hmm. too okay Mm -hmm. you have to have balance and it'd be easy to want to get stuck in the argument and easy to want to play out that those dramatic moments between the two yeah but you have to balance it with stuff that makes you recognize and understand why you invested in beth and randall in the first place Mm -hmm. so that when she does say to him when am i supposed to do that randall in between how many of your anxiety attacks you feel that you you like yes you know rem- remember when they had that fight between Jebecca and 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 there she she's literally screaming in Jack's yes. face this is ridiculous <laughs> right that that's that ridiculous moment between the two yep and that balance is what achieves that now mm-hmm. is is that is that comment I want to get your opinion on this is that comment the anxiety attack comment is that the one is that comment worthy of of ending that whole conversation and sending Randall off to go sleep in his office in Philadelphia an hour away yes really yes why do you say that because um I think that by Beth doing that she just did a really low blow and it goes to show you that this fight of happening in this night, is not going to produce anything good. Right. 
that like this door was open, a hurtful door was open. Now, mind you, I think that Randall hurt her significantly on the phone too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So like they have both hurt each other tonight in such deep ways that nothing good's going to come out of it. And maybe a little bit of space is going to help. I'm not saying that they're like, I'm divorcing you tonight. I'm getting separated. He's just, they just need to have a little breather. Yep. Okay. That's it. So I think that it did warrant it. I think both of them acted in ways that were completely inappropriate and said things that were hurtful. Sure. And it took out that, that element that I just talked about how like we're, you know, we need to make sure that the, the guidelines in our relationship when we're having disagreements are that it's out of love and that we're not trying to hurt each other. And I think that they both tried to hurt each other tonight. This is us has made a, uh, has made it their business to give us uh, some great penultimate episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Memphis being one, this mm-hmm. big, amazing, beautiful life as written by Kay O'Yagan. Uh, and now R and B. And the, the, the pattern here is that they're focusing on one story or one character, whether it's, you know, in Memphis, it's, you know, William or, by the way, seeing William again in this episode. Oh my gosh, so good. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, whether it's William or Deja and her mother in this big, amazing, beautiful life. And now mm-hmm. we have R&B. Mm-hmm. Does this episode, in your opinion, live up to those episodes, those penultimate episodes? Yes. I will say that it's also preparing us. I mean, then you got to see the preview for next week. They're preparing us that this season finale is not going to be leaving you with the warm fuzzies. It's going to be leaving you in severe conflict pretty Mm -hmm. much on all fronts and leaving us really disrupted. This couple that was an absolute pillar and an absolute joy for us to see interact and hashtag relationship goals um, is now crumbling in front of us. And so I do think that it was a proper penultimate knowing the emotional stance that the writers want to leave us in for the season finale. Right. And the last thing I want to say before in and out is, you know how much I love bookending. I mean, you know, bookending is is hmm. is like the cheat code to get to Blake's heart. <laughs> yes. If 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 you do some well executed bookending, you've you've made it right mm-hmm. in my life, uh, and that's what they do here. They start with Randall and Beth with the fight, and and a, a, a sub bookend here is the teenage Randall and Beth, and the and again, I'm going to use this word, and I hate using it, but it's the truth. It's the juxtaposition between both adult and then teenage Randall and Beth. You know, one starting off with conflict Mm -hmm. and then the teenage Randall and Beth having conflict. But at the end, when when the story is completed, teenage Randall and Beth both look at each other with a sense of purpose and a sense of comfort. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the adult version, it's still conflicted. It's still. Yes. It's still not. A, a cozy little bow, which is important. And it's achieved in a very specific visual storytelling. If you look at Randall, when he lays down on his couch in Philadelphia, he rests his head and there's a big close-up of Randall laying on this big fiery red pillow. And what does fiery red mean? What is its purpose? It is supposed to highlight uh, heightened feelings, mm-hmm. conflict, conflict uh, anger, uh, and when Randall closes up as a teenager on his face, he's laying next to purple flowers. And purple is the combination of both that red, passionate, fiery feeling, but also the calmness and sense of purpose of blue, mm. creating this happy, easy medium You're so of purple. so nerdy, and I love it. It's, it is fantastic. 
fantastic visual storytelling, uh, resting on a fire red pillow of, 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 of anger and passion mm. uh, and laying next to All the right. beautiful purple. Uh, so are Love you ready it. for some in or out? You bet. Let's do it. What's it gonna be, McFly? Are you in? All right, here's the big one. Here's yes. a big one. I, I wanted to start off big. Kay Oyagan being the best writer on the staff, aside <laughs> from Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger. In. I am so in on this. Kay. Oh, I get chills just thinking hmm. about it. All right, in or out. The bob haircut on Beth. I would call it more of a lob, a uh, long bob, and okay. I'm in. I'm, a, I'm in on the lob, too. Yeah, it's uh, really uh, pretty. I, I, I actually quite like it. Agreed. Um... In or out on mini golf? Out. I'm out on mini golf too. You know, I just, I don't really like it. I, you know, the problem, Blake, is that we're so tall and like these little <laughs> clubs are made for more kids. Maybe we're going to like it more now that we can take our kids to mini golf, but. Even when like you get like the black clubs, you know how they have the different colors? Yeah. You know, even when you get the black club, it's still not us. tall enough. No. And I feel like mini golf is that thing that like, it's like New Year's Eve. You, you make all the great plans and it sounds like a great idea and everything is building up to it. And then you get there and you do it and it's kind of like. I much prefer bowling. I, I love bowling. All right. In or out on ginger beer. <laughs> totally in. I am way out. Ginger beer sucks. Isn't it ginger ale? No, no. Ginger beer is different than ginger ale. Is it beer? No, it's not beer. It's just like a, it's like a, it's like ginger a soda, drink. But like with extra like stuff it's in like it. It's st- like a stupid amount of ginger. I love it. Oh. Bring it. <sighs> uh, in or out. Nachos without meat. I will that's... take nachos with meat, nachos without meat, nachos with cheese, nachos without cheese. I will take the crumbs. I will lick that a bowl that you guys <laughs> left on the table. Give me all the nachos. Nachos without meat is a travesty. You need to have. But we meat. have some vegetarian friends. It uh, doesn't matter. Not my problem. But if you're going to share, I if eat it's meat. Gonna... If you don't want to have meat, get, get your own nachos. Get get your own nachos. Um, all right, in or out? Wine and Swedish fish. In. See, I feel like I'd be more of like a wine and chocolate kind of. I'm guy. surprised you didn't have nachos. Like I was like, "Where's your bag of Tostitos?" See, that would make more sense. That way, it's like pretty much you get all the food categories: wine, sugar. And it would it would have had a good three beat there too because she would have had the wine and the, she would have talked about the nachos and the ginger beer when she was young. She would have talked about the she would she would have had the the nachos and ginger beer when they got married, like when they had the proposal, and she should have had it later on. That would have been a okay. Got it. What are you doing to me, girl? <laughs> come on, come on now. All right, um, in or out, Kevin's goatee. I mean, in because I do think that it helps signif- like helps you visually see once again visual storytelling, the time period. Yeah, but in regards to goatees, ugh. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I like goatees. I'm in, I'm in on goatees. I'm out on Kevin's goatee. Totally okay. It was like dirt. That's what it looked like. And I loved how, how Kate made fun of him for it. Oh, yeah. That Got a little great. something here. Uh, all right. Last one. Uh, in or out. Driving all the way to Philadelphia to sleep in an office. In. I'm out. I know you Get a out. hotel. Oh, you, or, right. or, or you got a huge friggin' house. Just go sleep in another room. Sleep in the basement. I mean, he did it. He did it to prove a point because she told him to sleep in the thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I don't so know. I'm such like a crabby person. You want me to sleep there? Okay, I will on my red pillow. <laughs> All right, final and thoughts. After I go see Winter <laughs> in Dolphin Tale for the third time, <laughs> I would have stopped in a movie theater. Excuse me, are you showing Dolphin Tale? You're not. What is wrong with you? Does anybody have Netflix? <laughs> I need, where's Morgan Freeman? <laughs> All right. I would have driven to Clearwater, Florida. That would have made me <laughs> feel better. Winter. Go see Winter. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, oh my god all right uh final thoughts for this episode do you have None. any no uh for me i like the guts that it takes to start this kind of fight uh in the last episode go through the fight and then not wrap it up by yeah. the end because there's so many people who just love like that super sweet oh what this is awesome it made me feel so happy and then they have an episode like this and they're all like oh god I hated this episode. I'm so sad. I'm so crabby. Yeah. That's the point. And This Is Us is kind of want to do that as well. Like It usually likes to wrap things up in a bow. Uh, and that is not the case for this episode. Correct. Which I quite like. All right. You got a hot take? No. You don't... <laughs> You don't have a hot take. I don't. How do you know? You've been the queen of hot takes. This is the second week in a row you've let me down. Listen, man. Listen. I used up all my juice. (sighs) I'll save one for the finale. All right. Listen, they've made it a very serious point to connect Jack and Randall. Even in the first date portion, right? Jack suffers a terrible first date, as does Randall to suffer a terrible first date, yet they still get married. So I think the finale ends the same way that Jack and Rebecca would have ended if Rebecca didn't go back to get Jack, meaning Jack is going to shut the door. I mean, sorry, Randall's going to shut the door on um, on uh, on Beth. And the, 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 the season will end with them being like, we're going to split up. And that'll be that. Listen, they need to go to therapy. They need all the therapy. They got a lot of change. Death, loss, and an adopted daughter. Yep. P.S. Who's watching these kids once again? Yeah. Oh, who's running the R&B properties? <sighs> Not Kevin with his shirt off. <laughs> Maybe with a sledgehammer. Hmm. All right. You ready to yes. uh, close this bad boy out? All right. Let's do it. Oh. Hey. Oh. Oh. That's right. You guys, you want to know one of the best things you can do for a podcast? A, you can tell your friends about it. B, you can go to your podcast app of choice and leave a written review and rating. It helps other people know about the podcast. I want to thank TC Magoo saying, enjoying fun discussions about shows I love. I discovered the goldmine of Marion Blake's podcast last fall, thanks to my obsession with Outlander. So I was absolutely thrilled when they started podcasting about This Is Us. Their banter and fun Hold is on. contagious. Yeah. Oh, there's no yes yet. I am. I'm rocking it. Everybody, rock your body right. I like that Blake is behind the scenes having some jazz hands right now. We're so awkward. I love it. Uh, TC Magoo said their insights and thoughts are spot on. Great content all around. And every week, I'm not sure what I look forward to more, the show or the This Is Us 2 podcast. Thank you for adding so much to my experience for my favorite show so far. Five Lemonades and all the feels. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, guys, once again, head on over to our This Is Us 2 community on Facebook. For now, my name's Mary. My name's Blake. And Backstreet's back. That's right.
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 